Welcome to Friends of the Furious, the Transcendental Places Emergency Friends of the Furious podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, it was too much. We're gonna dial that one back. Just that was that was the that was the Fast and the Furious horn. Are there horns in that? No, in but the movie no, that franchise? was the uh, that was the alert signal to tell you that there is a fate of the furious. Okay, welcome to coming. an emergency. Trends and low places. Friends of the furious, where we break down Fast and Furious Eight, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> I am I am I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing, joined as always by my good friend. <laughs> really, get, really bring it in. There. <laughs> Okay, um, I got I, important question. How much more of this video is there? 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. Okay. <laughs> I am your host of the Cast Files team. I am. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing, joined as always by uh, his good friend and confidant, Michael Howard. And we have special, special guests, returning host, and Fast and Furious super fan. Super duper fan, Oded Eschel. In the house. We're all in Atlanta on my couch. Mm-hmm. Um, knee to knee. You guys seem pretty drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a special day, Michael Cushing. It is opening night of the Fast and Furious 8 mm-hmm. installment. And so we all decided to fly into Atlanta to watch it together. Yes. Because and, this is an important day. And thank God you flew and didn't drive or take a train because yep. those seemed like very perilous versions of travel. We could all be plane. dead right now. But yeah. we also could have been dragged off of our airplanes and beaten to death by, by off-duty police officers. It's been a week. I got upgraded the first class and all I needed to do was be pistol whipped. Yeah, that's pretty it good. It was free. You did fly United from Chicago, which seems like a pretty perilous journey. And it was days. overbooked. Well, they, had, they had a gladiator style fight to the death. For well, the last gentlemen, season. welcome to my city. Um, so we did go to see the very first showing of Fate of the Furious, mm-hmm. the eighth installment of the and Fast guess, and Furious. Guess what time it was at? Eight p.m. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it in was. Atlanta. Nailed um, it, guys. I'm going to go ahead and say I was shocked that less than fifty percent occupancy in this movie theater tonight. Much less. <laughs> yeah, because Atlanta's full of stupid people. Yeah, it's like they didn't know, maybe, or maybe they only knew it was the midnight show. They're, maybe. They, they're used to that, that the good old days where you're like, I have to go get mm-hmm. in line and camp out. No, yeah. I'm a grown up. I'm going at eight yeah. p.m. on N- Thursday. There was mm-hmm. no one like there was not like a cosplay Vin Diesel. You know, maybe like somebody dressed like The Rock. I was very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one could find a leather vest on short notice. <laughs> um, so guys, let's break down this fucking movie because it was a doozy i know you love this franchise oh dad as much as i do probably more because yeah. you really sold me on it you brought me you dragged me to see fast five yeah and uh quarter way through that movie i turned my brain off and just fell in love with <laughs> the glory and majesty that is the fast and furious franchise yeah i mean spoiler alert this movie was fucking awesome <laughs> and you should check it out mm-hmm. i mean i remember we went to the fast five premiere in gainesville and and you kush was really you were really struggling with some of the physics of flying a car off of a cliff into water and and uh you yeah. know our boy vin diesel and paul walker being able to just jump out and be okay and you were frustrated in the theater i could tell yeah and i told you listen man back off pull that ripcord yeah mm-hmm. just enjoy the nos fueled ride and you did, did. and it's been amazing i mean fast five probably the pinnacle of filmmaking at least for the last 30 years 
Uh, I will. I mean, we talked about Michael and I at least have talked about John Wick. Too. I did say it was the Citizen Kane of our generation. Yeah, Fast Five is. Yes. Yeah, mm. for sure. I would agree with that. Yeah. So let's talk Fast Eight. Okay. So this movie. It had some pre-release buzz that it wasn't that great. And I got to tell you, fuck that buzz because this movie fucking rocked. I also, I have to say, I got a text message from my sister-in-law right after this movie that she had heard that this was a secret romance movie. Uh, and she wanted to know, one, if she had to see it immediately. And two, if I could break down one through seven for her. And I, I did both of those things in, via text in the 20 minutes after I walked out of the movie theater. Because obviously she knew I was going to see it opening night. And this movie's fucking dope. As hell. I love it. Yeah. it. It is. It's a romance between so many different things. There's the there's the bromance between The Rock and uh, Jason Satham. Mm-hmm. There's the just the whole family love situation. You know, there's the budding bromance. I think between uh, between Roman and uh, and uh, Tyrese Gibson uh, and uh, Ludacris and Ludacris, both rap, rap star, hip hop stars. Ludacris from Atlanta, right? Yeah. Tyrese is not a hip hop star. Tyrese is not a hip hop star. Was he not? He's, He's just R&B. He's, he was an R&B singer when I was in school. Was he? Yeah, absolutely. He was in that, that motorcycle movie. That came out after the first, that's first a, fast. That's a different. Y'all, we guys. are losing the. We are losing the <laughs> thread. Who's that? Is a, a different guy. I'll hey, look hey, up. Hey guys, new podcast. Raise your hand if you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this movie. Um, you were thinking Sydney Potier. <laughs> but guess who's coming to Furious? <laughs> fast eight. <laughs> Possibly the 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 funniest move, movie of the uh, of the eight mm. Fast and Furious. Yeah, I mean, they're really they're getting in their groove. They know what they're doing. Uh, I mean, it's an absolute joy. Everybody really seems to enjoy their roles in this. Yeah, it's so I want tight. I want to break this down because so from the trailer, mm-hmm. the like the day one trailer, mm-hmm. all so this whole series is built around family mm-hmm. and how important family is. And the, all we knew from the trailer, which was perfectly executed, other than all the submarine talk, <laughs> was that Dom betrays his family. And mm-hmm. we're not going to spoil anything on this one because it's very important because it's, it's a nice, it's a nice touch in this movie. But like, I honestly can say I was, I walked into this movie feeling betrayed by Vin Diesel. I was surprised. I was like, what could possibly cause him to betray his family? And it, it, I was, I was surprised. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. But I, I walked into this movie being like, I hate you, Vin Diesel. You you destroyed everything mm-hmm. that I, I care about. Yeah. And he redeems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Although, the movie delivered. I will have to say, what are our feelings on them going with Fate of the Furious the without using the 8, though? So, one, it's the best movie title of all time. Definitely the best movie title of the series. Uh-huh. They fucking sold themselves short by not doing F8. Right. The but like, they did. I mean, by saying Fate of the Furious. But they didn't put F- the 8 in it. Eight, it's implied, But man. it's implied, but it's not explicit, which is a yeah. joke. That's even better. Yeah. Now, even this better. movie is all about just putting it right out there in your face and trying to be subtle all of a sudden in the eighth movie of the installment was a little bit of a miss. This is, this, like, not naming it F8 of the Furious mm, is yeah. like the KFC double down removing bacon from the sink. I completely disagree. I love Fate of the Furious. It's understated. It is simple. Like this, like, like the series. This, <laughs> like the series. <laughs> exactly. Oh understated my god. It's, ex- it's exquisite. And it will hold up over the decades and and kudos to the entire team for, for being understated. How, how do we feel about the female dreads? 
on uh, Miss... not just not just the female dreads. There are a lot of dreads in this. Like <laughs> there are at least three pairs of dreads in this movie. All three on the same aeroplane uh, <laughs> of our villain. I did not realize via the trailers that Charlize Theron was rocking white lady dreads. Yeah, oh, yeah. which mm-hmm. I have Big to say, time. very thin white lady dreads. Very yeah. thin. She looks like Angelina Jolie and Gone in sixty seconds. Never a great look. No, for this guy and no. a Metallica T-shirt. <laughs> She had some hard hard rock like, or like metal t-shirts throughout for sure. Mm-hmm. Not sure at least they're on. She did not have a Metallica t-shirt at any point. She did. Yeah. What? She was wearing a Metallica shirt the entire movie. No, she wasn't. Yeah. She absolutely was. Michael slept through the second half. <laughs> she was wearing a white jacket over a black over a, a black, black Metallica, a black t-shirt. Metallica a black t-shirt. Metallica t-shirt. No yeah. way. Look it up, buddy. In oh. the meantime, star-studded cast. We have Jason Statham, just I mean, action superstar. We have The Rock. We have Vin Diesel. First, first, well, I guess the second movie without Paul Walker but the first one since his his untimely death and yeah. that's definitely felt so I want to I want to talk about the cast I want to talk about two things one we got the return of Kurt Russell who is just a national international treasure that guy is fucking great but uh we have his underling in this one played by uh Scott Eastwood I believe mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood's son who is just a garbage turd boy Say from what a, now? A, a turd Say planet what now? of huh? trash piles. Ugh. He's like Wait, Clint Eastwood's son. Clint Eastwood's son. Garbage. Named played by garbage. Does nepotism know no shame? No. He might as well have been an empty chair yeah. in this movie. Yeah. This a handsome guy, empty chair. Very oh, handsome. Oh, he's though. so handsome though. Yeah. God, he's a dreamy eye. But like, so is Chris Pine, and he's like pretty good. Chris Pine stuff. can act Chris right. Pine's got some acting He's chops. a leading right. actor. Why didn't they just get Chris Pine? They could they should have <laughs> had Chris Pine. Right. Scott Eastwood is a dead-eyed idiot boy. Like, whatever. He's <laughs> he should have been. But this movie ends with Chris Pine and not Chris Pine. Damn, <laughs> I wish it was Chris Pine. Uh, Scott Eastwood's sort of being included in the fan. I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't I like, like it. it. At all. Kick him out. Kick he him better out. not be there for Fast Nine. No. Untimely demise in the beginning of Fast Nine, please. Yeah, hopefully the movie ends with like Scott Eastwood just being blown up. Like, oh, I guess we gotta we have to avenge. Avenge. Him. We have you to must a- avenge. Yeah. Okay. It's avenging. Yeah, the avenging nine. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple things in this movie that I really want to talk about. Uh, they got very like I'm endlessly fascinated by this franchise's ability to innovate cars in a way that is just like. Even so, in even in Fast Seven, like the jumping the cars between like the Verge Dubai towers was yeah. super cool. It was like mm-hmm. like it was so great, and like you got like one sense of it during the trailers. But this one, like they did some really cool shit with cars, like hijacking. I'm not. We don't want to spoil too much, but the like, like they really made use of automated cars and the technology behind it, and like really. Did and, cool shit with driving it. on the snow and the ice and stuff. I mean, that's. I mean, the GoldenEye did that a little bit, I guess. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not thinking of GoldenEye. You're thinking of the third movie after GoldenEye with, like, invisible acid marks. Oh, right. I just call oh, anything baby. with Pierce Brosnan in it GoldenEye. It was yeah, Daniel the Pruitt. one where... No, this was Pierce Brosnan uh, parasailing on a tidal wave after a glacier collapse. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a very bad movie in all ways, shapes, and forms. It's GoldenEye. It was not GoldenEye. <laughs> the no. one where he steals paintings, that one's also GoldenEye. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thomas Crown affair? No, it was, no, that was the Thomas Goldeneye affair. <laughs> Thomas Goldeneye. Uh, okay, I, guys, we're, we're coming up on our time. Yeah, we wanna, very innovative we on the car. Oh, man. But. I mean, the, the camera angles that they had with cars flipping over, attaching cameras to that. I mean, it's a franchise. How many movie franchises you know have had eight iterations already and still managed to feel fresh and I do was over a billion about it. dollars? Like, they've done almost as many. Like, it's eight movies. It's a lot. It's in, you know, 20 years, it, almost as many movies as Star Wars has 16 done in years. 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 2001. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like, there have been some stinkers in this franchise for sure. At least four. Very bad ones. Two, three, four. There have been some, some stinkers. They're not that bad. I do want to say they're just the less good. I do want to say I'm very glad that they found a way to work Jason Statham, who had been a villain mm-hmm. in a previous movie, yeah. back in as like, you know, he, they worked him back in the movie in a, in a fun way. And I, I got to tell you, the last 20 minutes of this movie is the best Jason Statham movie of the last 10 years. Imp- impeccable it action is, sequence. He's so good and funny. And it's like peak Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. who's like, I fucking love this dude. Like Michael and I talked about this, that Statham is like the last true action hero on the planet right now. He's never done another kids movie or romantic movie like everyone else, including the diesel and the rock. I got a bone to pick with that because Arnold Schwarzenegger did kindergarten cop. It doesn't mean he's not an action hero. He stopped being he, an action no, hero. No, no, but he also did um uh this the Christmas movie where Jingle he was, all the way. Jingle mm-hmm. all the way. He did Junior. He's still No, that's not a Terminator. An that's what I'm saying though. No, no, I'm just saying. But a terrible Jason Terminator. Sanders is the last action actor who has not done a Junior or a pacifier or the tooth fairy. He's Statham is pure. He's never done a movie that's not Hey, I'm going to punch you in the dick for a lot. Yeah, I don't know. No, it doesn't fly with me. But my my door is that way. A, dis- <laughs> a, a distinction without a difference. That's fine. But uh, yeah, we agree to disagree. That's okay. We got The Rock. We got Vin Diesel. Yeah, we're going to cut we're gonna ostensibly, end this out, ostensibly <laughs> an action star, even though he's four foot 11 uh, and has to stand on stilts. He's six foot one, 215 pounds, <laughs> and very muscular. According they, to the, his bio it in the on movie. the computer screen in the, mo- in the movie. Six foot one, guys. <laughs> Vin Diesel, six foot one. Yes. Believe it. So and guys, The Rock is seven foot 12. Yeah, so guys, I get, we're going to, I think we've talked a little, we've talked enough. Let's give it all thumbs up, thumbs down. What are we thinking? A uh, huge thumbs up. Check it out. I mean, it's a it's a lovely addition to Where the Fast we? franchise. I put it third after. I think Fast Five is just peak action, fun movie. Uh, seven, I actually cried the last three times I've seen that movie uh, at the end there. It's an emotional powerhouse. Uh, I mean, on par with Steel Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> And then I slot this right behind, right behind Fast 7. I mean, it's just a wonderful addition. (laughs) I fucking loved when Julia Roberts showed up in the end of the movie and just like cried a lot. Oh man, it was so good. Check it out. Uh, yeah, I would have to, I would have to agree that it's probably, it's, it's definitely below five. I watched it on the plane on the way here. Five is just, Everything is perfect in that. So I'd, I'd have to put it below that. Uh, it's It's got to, yeah, it's got to be in between six and seven. So I would go with third. Although one, one sometimes, I don't know. It's so important. I want to give, I think this one, like it had some problems. Like there were some, some things I didn't like about it. There's a lot of shaky cam during some fights that I didn't love. Um, like I, I, You're just spoiled by John Wick. Yeah, no, for, I probably am. But I, I will say like, 
the, what like, if Keanu Reeves shows up in nine? If Keanu Reeves shows in, in up in Fast Nine or Fast Ten, I will literally lose my shit. But it sucks because he's gonna kill the entire cast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's fine. I, I, I Fast say, Nine is just Keanu Reeves showing up, <laughs> killing everyone, and then it turns into John Wick Three. I will say like uh, so the director uh, Gary Gray, I believe he mm-hmm. had previously done the Italian Job. Like he he brought a certain flair to it, but like he just he's. It was clearly like an older style of filmmaking, like that Fast Five, Fast Six, Fast Seven, like with Justin Lin and, and uh, James Wan, I think. Like they just had a very forward thinking mind to it. And like they did so many cool things. And like this one, like it looked great. The storytelling was awesome. There were so many like great moments in it. And it was funny. I fucking love Kurt Russell. He's, he's so good. He's so good in it. Um, But like it just like there were certain points where like I thought like the actual filmmaking could have been better. But the, the movie was fucking rad. Yeah. So. I mean, so, it's more convincing conventional but i mean yeah they, it was like from a filmmaking perspective it was a step back from a storytelling like from everything else it was so good it was perfect yeah. I, loved it. I mean it was tyrese was funny so the rock was funny can i oh okay so we, we didn't talk about it. real quick we're gonna take a couple minutes can we just talk about like the progression of these characters from like the first and second movie to, oh, till now please this, and this this might be another 12 minutes but like that's fine <laughs> i have so, time so uh ludicrous's character taj in in fast and Fur- too fast too furious was hacking ATMs to make mm. money. In this movie and like the, the previous three, he's like gl- guiding global satellites and ho- like hacking everything in the fucking he's planet. Liter- he's literally he, one of the top three computer hackers in the world. He took a lot of Coursera courses, I think. And also a pretty good like physical combatant because he yeah. like punched someone in like Fast Six, I think, that just like, he just laid him out. Yeah. Like yeah. these characters are all like, there's, I know there's a clause in all of their contracts that no one in this franchise can lose a fight, which is why everybody just like ends it like, oh, I'm going to punch you, but they don't quite do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vin Diesel goes from stealing DVDs from semi-trucks in the first one to the go-to man for the CIA when they need something done anywhere in the world. Not SEAL Team 6, not Delta. Like, uh, we can't can't risk it. We We have to go to our boy Vinny D. Give me that Diesel. Mm -hmm. Mr. Diesel. There's actually a line in this movie which I love because he's like, oh, you want to see the old Dom? (laughs) It's like, yeah, boost a truck full of DVD players. <laughs> you want the old Dom? Like, no, I kind of want the very, very current Dom. Yeah, but like, like maybe one movie ago, Dom. Don't go all the way back to the beginning. Like, you're pretty amateur, like rank amateur in the yeah. first two movies. I want the Dom who's like, gonna steal some satellite codes and stuff. <laughs> like, that's the time I want. <laughs> yeah, doesn't Luda have the, uh, the the big fro in the first one as well? Oh, yeah. oh the Massive second one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in he's Too just, Fast, Too Right, Too Fast, Too Furious. He's, yeah. like, running side hustles, yeah. you know, in Miami, and he's just kind of the guy you talk to if you want to go to a party. And now yeah. he's the guy you talk to if you need to hack into the Russian nuclear mainframe. If yeah. the NSA fails you, you talk to Luda. Yeah. <laughs> Luda! <laughs> Alright, fellas. Well, I think that that's going to do it for us on Friends of the Furious, a Trends in Low Places subcast. Fate of the places. <laughs> uh, apparently the fate of this place is to burn down in a horrible infrastructure <laughs> collapse. So, fellas, uh, anything you want to say as parting words? Uh, I would I would check out this movie wholeheartedly. It's a delight uh, and just kind of... You know, don't think too much of the physics. Just, <laughs> just go check it out for a fun action movie, and it's a, it's a real delight. Man, we didn't talk about Charlize. We did a little bit, but only her hair. She's so good in it, though. She she's great. Really good. Yeah. yeah, she's and Michael. Go on. She is. She's pretty badass in it. She's a good like, villain. She, yeah, she's. Good she's villain. a great villain because she has 
absolutely zero fucks to give about None anything yeah. or anybody. Emotionally None. manipulative. Although it always makes me wonder, like, these supervillains have so many fucking people working for them. Like, why do they need Dominic Toretto? <laughs> well, no, like, yeah, why do they need Dominic Toretto? Or, or, like, why not just let Tormund do all this stuff? Damn, we didn't talk about Tormund Johns, Tormund, yeah, he's in it. Uh, but, like, you know, like, I always work, like, why are these people working for her? I don't know, Michael, but money? I, think that, I think that'll money? do it for huh? us. I think that's going to do it for My us. My neighborhood? I don't think so. Go on. That's, this that's movie it. was Air Force One meets Goldeneye meets Fast 7 meets Fast 5 meets Steel Magnolias. Meets Triple X. Meets Forrest Gump. and Meets the Lake House. Yeah, meets... No, no, what the fuck are you? <laughs> no. Meets A Walk in the Clouds. No, neither of you are correct. Respect the integrity of this fan cast. <laughs> There's no Keanu Reeves crossover. In this <laughs> I thought we were just n- naming movies no. that we love. Okay, yeah. I'm going to turn the mic this way. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us for this emergency broadcast of uh, Friends in Low Places. Uh, <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> I'm in hell and you guys should. Okay, it. Google, play <laughs> Pump Up the Jam. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Everyone, have a great night. This has been Trent in Low Places. Make my day! <laughs> <laughs>